Welcome to Dom and Dragons, a Goats and Dragons campaign featuring Dominic Monahan. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Welcome back to Burden, a muddy spot under the boot of the Gohomian army. If you have a sword, you best know when to draw it. If you have money, you've probably left. And if there's someone you trust in this forgotten place, you hold on to them. We're all just trying to make it here, and maybe we ain't looking too close about what you gotta do to be good in a place like Burden. So, uh, group, um, you said you wanted to head back to town real quick to talk to Kalia and Rosie and then, yeah, real quick before communicate plans, doing what you're going to do with the thing. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, Cryon and Elif get on one Griffin, uh, Connie, you get on one Griffin, but this is the first time you're riding a Griffin. So I need you to make a, uh, animal handling check. Oh man, this could be fun, right? Let's see here. Totally. Floating somewhere above you, Bikke. Mm. Oh, boom. Nice. All right. 19 animal handling check. 19. No, 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 19. Very good. Yeah. You've you've been around beasts like this before. You're pretty uh, pretty good at this. Uh, griffins in the, in the area, especially. Um, Vern taught you to ride one a long time ago. So this is like riding a bicycle. So the four of you uh, take off again uh, for the moment and um, head back to kind of the town square where you see Rosie now armed with uh, her trusty crossbow um, and Kalia as well still in the square kind of talking, giving orders, uh, trying to figure out what to do. Uh, And when they see all of you fly down again um, with Connie this time, they're all kind of you can tell they just take a sigh of relief. Um, and Kalia comes up to you, Mikek, uh, and says, what, what can I do? What can I... How, how can we help? Um, it'd be good if you could look into a microdosing situation for the C-17 compound. Oh, okay. That... <laughs> no, 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 no,
uh, Enelif comes over with her with her. Um, I'm sorry, Rod Rosie. Rosie comes over with her with her uh, crossbow um, and kind of like levels it at you for a second, Connie, and just is like, okay. And then she does that two finger eye thing that Elif had done to her. I deserve that. Uh, and she tugs on you. Uh, you're still on the griffin, I assume, Elif. She kind of tugs on your your pant leg, uh, and is just like, "All right, girl, you good?" Yep, 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 yep. Yep. We made up. We made up. We're friends again. We're friends. Um, he was going to kind of 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 similar stuff to what I've gone through with you. Like like with his except his person is dead and not 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 just gone for seven years and then came back with no real explanation. So like no, like not really telling. Like not really explaining why they just disappeared for so long. Then like like you know that was like the only person that like I cared about that who cared about me. And then they just disappeared for seven years. But his person died, not disappeared for seven years. So we're talking about him right now, not not me. We're talking about but he was going through the same stuff, right? So like he was like not hurt that. Elif. It's okay. We'll. I promise. We'll catch up even more when you get back. Okay. Okay. You know. I. I. I like. I. I, I might die. Please don't. I'm not planning on it. But you know, it might like happen. It could happen. It could happen. Like he said, there were giants. There were giants. Giants are really bad. Um. Well, then she kind of. She kind of comes over and and then she takes your hand and she just squeezes it real hard, and then she puts it back on the griffin. Uh, and then immediately she starts rounding up a few more people uh, and ushering them off to the side. Uh, Kalia then comes over to you, Cryon, uh, uh, on the back of Elif's griffin as well. And she says, it's very important that you do something about the mountain. But no matter what happens, please come back. Me? Yes. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, yeah, I'll come back. We'll all come back. Don't worry about that. Um, and we will do something about the mountain. In fact, that gives me an idea. Cryon pulls out the letter that was given to him. Oh, no, that he took from <laughs> Nene and says, hey, guys. Guys, can I, can I just read you this this thing for a minute? It's that letter, you know, the, the letter that I took from Nene. I just want to read the first little paragraph again to you guys. Are, are, you, are you cool with that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, bloody bloody blah, Nene, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We've been given the directive to end the war peacefully, but that is not an efficient way to do this. The lesser peoples of Wigmoles should be made to bend to the will of the Gahonians. Only then will peace be enforced. Do whatever it takes to end this war quickly at the expense of any number of Wigmolian lives. And then bloody bloody blah, blah, kill crying, blah, 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 blah. We know all that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we don't need to worry. She's dead. She's dead. So, Bitch kicked my sister. She did kick your sister, who seems to be a very gentle person, Mikek, if you don't mind me saying. What are crying? I think she's into you. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, let's. I don't, I don't have a very good meter for that, so you, you might need to help me out. At this, was that a flirt that just happened? Was it a flirt? <laughs> it was a flirt. This, was a flirt. <laughs> Kalia is listening to all of this, and she then just grabs like your shirt collar, Cryon, and just like pulls you in for a kiss. Says, yes, I was flirting. Now don't fucking die. 
And then she turns around it. <laughs> He's not real perceptive about that. He kept thinking that Connie and Elif were trying to get alone time to flirt. <laughs> oh, some people, you just gotta grab them and kiss them or beat them with a magic stick. I know. It's what Gammy always said. She, she, she tastes of chamomile tea. Do you taste of chamomile tea? Are you looking at... Are you say, asking that of McKeck? Oh, yeah. Sorry, not Galway. God, it's so meta, you guys. <laughs> McKeck's going to blink. I assure you, I will endeavor that you never have occasion to find out. Well... Also, she's holding a flask of chamomile tea, so... If, just so you know, McKeck, if you are poisoned by an arrow and the only thing that will revive you is a kiss. I'll be at the front of the line. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's a very specific thing, Dom. Well, it could happen. It <laughs> could. Who knows in this, in this crazy world? But what I wanted to say, guys, is that letter, is, I was always wondering why I held on to it. And obviously I knew that, you know, she had come to try and kill me and all that kind of stuff, but I, sh I should have thrown it away at that point. But now, in, in reading that sentence over and over again, it's making this, this mission to the mountain not only make sense for us, for Bob, and for the people of Burden, but also it might give me an opportunity to get back into this religious order that I was thrown out in disgrace. There's something coming together here, guys. There's, there's a symbiosis coming together. Wait, like, and they like, it's like, why would you want to be back into the religious order? And they just like send everybody to kill you. Why I was going to kill you. Like, if you want that, that's great. But they literally sent an assassin to further discredit and or murder you. All the more reason to go ask him about it. Yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> she's dead now, guys. I need there's there's some answers I need to get solved. Anyway, suffice to say, mountain. You know, let's do this, etc. So, Andy, as a quick question, yeah. um, I know that Kalia and some of the other people that sort of worked as herbalists had been making that kind of accelerant. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, what form slash amount does is that taking? Are we sort of going with like little grenades of it, or uh, of the accelerant? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's 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 weird. There's a a large kind of nut that is generally hollow, like a hollowed out sort of coconut with a very sticky sort of en enzyme-y, uh, viscous sort of skin on it, um, which will stick to things as well. And so Kalia had the brilliant idea, I'm, I can fill these with it. Uh, and then immediately you can stick them on the side of the barrels so that however they blow up, um, that should also blow up and give it a, a 10 times boost here. Nice. Uh, so she'll give you about six of those. Fucking badass. Nice. All right. Um, so kind of the only th you're you're sort of thinking in your head. Uh, what are some of the things that Cryon looked at when he did a scouting mission? There was something very scary uh, in the air around this thing. Um, you can maybe find the really small cave opening by the waterfall, um, but. In the cloud cover, that's going to be kind of difficult again. Um, so, so yeah, keep, keep all that in mind as you want to feel your approach. Um, do you want to try to hide in the cloud cover? Do you want to try to rise above it to get a better viewpoint of things? Um, I seem to remember briefing Bob 
when I came back about what I'd seen, right? I'd seen potentially yeah. a dragon in the clouds. Okay, so we all know that, so I don't need to... Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um... It seems that the location that you found was a good, relevant entrance. Crystals, dancing giants, etc. One question, how close was it to the metal spikes that you saw? And were those accessible in any way? Mm. I don't really. They were kind of on the f the top part of the mountain, I believe, if what you're talking about is right. And the um, around the camp, basically, uh, on the slope of the mountain itself. This is almost kind of underneath the base of the mountain. So the spikes were driven into the top of the mountain, not harnessed. Oh under. no, no, no! I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Those I was thinking like uh, protective sort of spikes. The the things that were like hooked up to the, the elders, anchors, basically. The, yes, the, the yeah, those might yeah giant anchors were on the bottom of that thing. Uh, there was like one or two that were close to the entrance, um, but a decent amount of them were kind of yeah on the front side of that bottom part, and this is uh, on the back end of the waterfall side. Okay. And you know, like I'm, I'm pretty spry, you guys, and and smaller than than the rest of you. But when I found that little cave entrance, it wasn't difficult. There didn't seem to be too many people around. It was only when I got inside the cave that there seemed to be some sort of religious ceremony worship thing going on. So if we get up there and see that entrance again, I'm pretty sure we can get in there. But who knows? And you think that there was something that was looking for you. So I wonder if perhaps I could help us move stealthily and our griffins. Metagame, pass without trace. Sure. Uh, which might buy... Well, would you have a spell? Yeah, the same spell that I used to help us infiltrate the town when we came back in. Nice. That could help us buy a little more time to look for the cave. Love that. And if Kryon had a general sense of, like, it was at the back, it might be possible to sort of swoop around and at least be starting from not yeah. we're on the exact opposite side of where we should be. Right. right. Yeah. I yep. can also cast invisibility on two of us. Although that does take up one of my spell slots, and I can't, like, the griffins don't count as part of us, so they would just yeah. look like they were floating. I don't know if we should do that or not. I mean, they are floating. They would just look like they were, like, they would still be noticeable. You could hide, like, Connie and his griffin, technically, if you wanted to hide one of you entirely. But that also, it's a spell slot. <laughs> we might wait until we're actually infiltrating with that one. That could be helpful for... That makes sense. Dom or someone else, then. Not Dom. Jihad, all of us have done it! Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. I just don't call anybody by names, characters, or people. That's helpful. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, from what we've seen, though, like the, there's the what we're calling Siege Santa. Yeah. Where is that person? Is that person always kind of on the outside of the mountain or something? Uh, Cryon didn't see him in his last uh, recon mission. But we all saw him. We all saw that, that particular. It was like a giant when we first saw the mountain, right? Yeah, yeah. And and where what where was where was he on the mountain and what was he doing? Just on on the front face slope of the mountain where the kind of main encampment is. And from what Cryon saw, 
um, and reported to us, would we think that the that Siege Santa is basically the same size as the the figures that he saw doing the ritual inside the mountain? No, he would be a bit taller. So he's like big, and then yeah. yeah. Well, well, those things were thirty to forty. This guy's more fifty to sixty. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, we might have more planning talks to have as we progress forward. But for now, while we can, I say, pause in. I don't have paws. I have hands. I have a hand. Can I put my hand back? Paws, hands, slash hands. Interchangeable. Okay. One of the griffins puts its giant claws on you guys. <laughs> yeah, all right. Where's the? Where's Kitty? Kitty, you around? Kitty puts a wing on. All right. Some of someone else's in the party's, like, silver spills out. <laughs> yeah. All right, on the count of three. Crime puts his hand in a bunch of skittles for him. <laughs> By the way, before we do this, I just want to clarify for canon purposes. I only cross skittles when I'm uh, in, a, in a very particular emotional state, which I no longer am in and probably will never be in again. Yeah, copy that, copy. But it's about love and <clears throat> love and grief when I'm feeling both of those things at okay. the same time I cross skittles. All right, okay, count of three. One, two, you, we, we all know what we're going to say, right? Uh-huh. Saying what we are. Bob. Yeah, that's it. One, two, three. Bob. Bob. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, with that, uh, each of you light into the air, um, and you take off toward the mountain itself. So, um, for the most part, it sounds like you guys wanted to kind of stay in the cloud cover. Um and try to circle around to where you think kind of the back end of the mountain would be. Um, as you s- circle into the mountain itself toward this this area, um, Mekek, give me, give me a Arcana check. Six. Six, cool, very cool. Um, yeah, you're pretty sure everything's running right. Uh, you, while while the pass without trace is mostly meant for land, you kind of think. Um, <gasps> oh shit! Tom did a crit hit Arcana check. Yeah, that's amazing. So so while you think, uh, yeah, the pass without trace is a little bit more meant for land because it's covering tracks and stuff. You feel really good that it's still covering you in air, uh, especially in the clouds. There's shadow here. It's dim light. You feel really well hidden. Cryon, you, as you pass a certain point heading to the mountain, you feel like a a weird, almost sort of a very slight static kind of numbness wash over you. And, and it, it takes you a second, but you were trained very specifically to look for signs of magic triggering in your monastery. And one of those signs of well okay with a 20 one of those signs of specifically an alarm spell you feel like just triggered and that's wild because you are still many meters out from this from this mountain that is one hell of a spell 
um, that was cast. So we've we've essentially tripped an alert to the people. You feel there might be an alarm triggered, and the way alarms work uh, in, in a, as a spell form is they either make a very very loud noise right where it happens, um, or something audible where the magic user is, or just inside the magic user's head. Uh, but somewhere, someone is I- acknowledging your presence. It seems like. Now you don't exactly know what that means, oh. uh, and you do feel very well hidden with McKeck's spell still. Oh, so I, I'm not able to pick up whether it's a good or a bad acknowledgement of our presence. Uh, probably not. You would assume it's someone on the mountain, okay, who doesn't want people coming near it. How close are the party? Are we in a are we in a nice tight formation enough for me to shout out to those guys? Or I would say, yeah, yeah, you could shout out. Okay, I'm going to tell them. Um, Guys, I think we've been rumbled. Everyone know the, the the term rumbled? No, what does that mean, Crown? It means it means like we may have been seen. Someone may be on tw- your head on a swivel. Everyone know the keep your head on a swivel? Keep our head on a swivel? What does that mean? It means look it means like look out for stuff. Be careful. <laughs> be mindful. Something may be on its way over type thing. McKeck is going to use his like portal neck to basically just be swinging his head fully from side to side. Nice. Like this. <laughs> That's perfect, McKeck. Let us know if you see anything. Uh, Alright, and then everyone give me a stealth check. Um, and add 10 to your roll. Because of McKeck's spell. 24. 24. How do I add 10? You can just, just mentally just add 10. 10. Oh, <laughs> it's like 34 for Connie. 22 for Elif. 33 for Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's you feel incredibly uh, incredibly hidden in here. Um, but so whoever's kind of leading the party now, um, whoever's kind of in the front, uh, maybe two of you make um, perception checks trying to find this waterfall and stuff. Whoever wants to do that. Crown, maybe since you were leading, kind of have been here before. Maybe you're Yeah, okay. Too. Perception check, you said? Yeah, and then whoever else wants to. I might join in on that if, since we were so stealthy. Okay. Maybe we like went up ahead, super stealthy. And I'm probably more keeping watch. I'm keeping my head on a swivel as requested. All right, a 13 for Cryon and an 18 for Connie. Yeah. All right, uh, Cryon, you you see uh, what you think is the waterfall, but you can't see a cave opening, uh, and so you're you're trying to kind of uh, tap Elif and fly a little bit further out uh, and swing around. Connie, you kind of motion over because you do see um, piercing through the the fog, uh, through the through the heavy clouds here, um, you do see kind of a cave opening in front of you. Hey, Kron, is that what you were talking about? I think that's it, that, right there. Yeah, guys, that seems like it's it's it. Do you think it makes sense for me to just go over and, and check, should we have one person just go and I can report back? What do you think? Uh, I think we I think we gotta get out of the out of the sky as soon as possible because uh, you thought there might be some dragon around looking for us. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let's land somewhere safe. Um McKeck, the winds around you start to kind of whip and pulse and it, it takes a second uh for you to keep your bearings on the broom. Um for a second, for a very split second, you almost thought you saw kind of 
a face in the cloud right next to you that just then dissipated. Huh. Give me a nature check. Nine. Nine. Um, it's that scares you. Nothing that you know of should be able to sort of manipulate the wind and be a face in a cloud. That doesn't make sense. Um, however, uh, I do need you to make a strength saving throw, Mikik. Oh. Seven. A seven. Mekek, uh, you you uh, are flying right next to Connie and 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 then Elephant and Cryon. You stop dead in midair. You hit something in midair, and the wind around you just starts almost lifting you off your broom entirely. And then it you like solid slamming uh, waves of air are just hitting you. Uh, as a quick question. Yes. Um, given that I've allowed Kitty to literally keep Till for, like, Tumble Down's Pharaoh Crowns. Sure. Uh, is Kitty at this point serving as a familiar to me? Um, no. It, it's, Kitty's still a pet, uh, in that you can't look through their eyes. They do seem to be reacting to what you ask them to do. Okay. Um, well, it's also that pseudo-dragon familiars in particular grant magic resistance. Uh, right. Right, yeah, it, it wouldn't quite be that. Yeah. Okay. Good question, though. Very good question. Um, okay, uh, okay, so, please take... Please take 18 damage. Uh, as you are just flung all around this thing. And, um, give me a dexterity saving throw to hold on to the broom. We all see this happening? Yeah, Absolutely. Haha, <laughs> this is going to go well. Oh, it did. 16. 16. Very good. Yes, very good. Yeah, you're able to... You it, it flings you off the broom for a second, but you're able to grab on real quick and, and then pull yourself up uh, onto that again. Um, for the moment, the wind around you seems to have subsided uh, as if you ran into something and then it moved away from you a little bit which now makes you even more scared that there's something sentient in the air around you. Pretty sure the air's alive, guys. Pretty sure the air's alive. And, uh, does not like us. Yeah, we gotta get out of the air. We gotta land as soon as possible. So with this, why don't we all go ahead and roll <laughs> initiative? Oh, oh, right. Well, oh, no. Also, let's get a little bit of music going. Oh, yeah. All right, folks. Um, Elif, you are able to go first. Do I, like, even see anything to fight? You do not. I see this face in the clouds. Did you make a face in the clouds, Andy? Oh, shit. No. That's weird. Do you see it? No, it's fine. Don't yeah. worry about a skull in the clouds. It's all right. Oh, what the fuck? I don't see it. <laughs> oh, I do see it. <laughs> Everything's fine. Nice. Okay. 
Am I the one in charge of the griffin? Uh, yeah. You were on the front, Cryon was on the back for now. Okay. Um, and I don't see anything to fight. Griffins have a fly speed of 40, by the way. Um, you can give her a perception check. Um, if you try to do it quick, it'll be a little harder. If you let it be your action, I'll reduce the DC a little bit. Um, I'm, I, I'll do it as my action. Okay. 16. Yeah, you are able to see what almost looks like a small, tiny tornado whipping through the heavy clouds themselves. It's, it's really hard to see because, uh, in fact, uh, all of you are sort of see, feeling this, that these clouds are, are don't feel like just clouds. They don't feel like just fog. There's an incredible dense fog here. Like someone is literally controlling the weather around this place. Um, but for a moment, you do see uh, a small little tornado-looking creature um, moving around and kind of kind of turning around Mekek and now Connie as well. Um, what is it you'd like to do? Um, so I'm going to bonus action hex. Okay. And my spell slots are third level now. So as long as I don't break concentration, I have this up for eight hours. Nice. Um, and then do I see, do, do I know where the cave is that we're trying to get to? Did they, they pointed it out? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They pointed it out. Um, again, the clouds are really dense. You don't actually see it right now, but you could get closer to the mountain, which will be to the right side of the map. Okay, so is moving the griffin my move action, or how does this work? Uh, it has its own movement, and you can make it take a dash action. Um, you you just don't have any movement right now on the griffin. So is can I make it take a dash action using my move action? Yeah, it's it has its own action, and if you're basically you get to choose: are you allowing the griffin to do whatever it wants? Or are you controlling the griffin? Okay, I'm controlling the griffin. If you're controlling the griffin, it only has the dash action as an action, but it still has movement. Okay, and I can just do that. It doesn't count for one of my actions or anything. Correct, yeah. Mounts are pretty amazing in 5e. Okay, so I'm trying to move it over then. Right on. Cool. Um, and that's closer to the that's closer to the the mountain, right? Yeah. Okay, and that's my turn, I guess, because I don't have an action left to attack with for now. Okay. Given that the thing slammed through me, and then I saw Elif casting hex, do I know where it is? Right. Hex has hex has somatic components. I assume you point at it. So. Uh, I'll give you a quick uh, look real quick with advantage, if you want. Okay. Because, yeah, you you definitely know it's not far from you, and... I'm narrowing it down, too. I'm yeah, not like, and where? Yeah, where she was pointing. Yeah. Okay. How is that two crit misses? Wow. Wow. 
an advantage. I don't suppose we've handed out like inspiration at any point in like the last yeah, session. Does, yeah, does anyone have inspiration? Wait, I have so, a, I, I have something. I think Cryon. Or is that just for me? I have. You can, al- you can allow someone else to do it if you want. Yeah. Well, there's, hang on. There's you something, t- there's something about my. I think you took, you took the, you took a feat. I think that, that allows halflings to let other people in the party. Lucky. Go. Well, I have lucky, but that's I, I have lucky, but that's yeah, just didn't me. Have. But don't right. I also have uh, something associated with my ocarina, or my? Uh, not your ocarina. Let me double check your character sheet. I, th- oh, I think I, I'm pretty sure you have what's called inspiration. Oh, where is that on my character sheet? Um, I just clicked off of it, actually. It's, uh, sorry. It's, no, it's all good. normally above, uh, like, your proficiency bonus. It's this little dragon-looking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inspiration. Yep. Um, that's inspiration. And if you, and if you use it, um, you can allow McKeck to re-roll. Because you can still see McKeck. Let's do so it. You Come can, on, we're all, we're all part Yeah, of you can basically game. use your inspiration and be like, he's right over there, he's right over there. And kind of point where she was firing. Right. Um, if you want to. Uh, if yep. not, we'll deal with... Okay. McKeck, no. give me one more roll. 23. A 23. That's Much way, way better. Pulling victory from the jaws oh. of defeat. Yeah, that was real bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, McKeck. Uh, free action, you can see him. Cool. With this. Um, do, do, do. So, given that I now see it, this yeah. seems like it is like made out of cloud and air. Yeah. And like whipping air and holding clouds inside itself, etc. Yes. Um. Damn, I don't know what McKeck would do here. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to reach my hand up and cast uh, Magic Stone um, on some of the sort of seeds. And Okay, you can also just roll the attack. That's cool. Roll 20. I just meant for you to do the effect of Magic Stone. but uh, And then I'm going to use my action to throw it. 17. 17 hits? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Five... No, hold on. Is it level five is when cantrips power up, isn't it? Sometimes, yes. Depends on the cantrip. I'll double check. Uh, and we can. Oh wait, no, it, it was one d six plus four wisdom. It rolled a one plus four, but there's another d six on my screen. I'm very confused about what's happening. Um, so I do at least five bludgeoning damage, and I'm going to check magic stone real quick. Uh, yeah, and when you see the the stone go through what is seemingly cloud and air, you you see it go poof and actually disperse some of it as it hits it. You think um, that was yeah quite effective. Cool. Yeah, that one doesn't scale. Cool. Okay. Uh, Cryon. Am I still on the Griffin with Elif? Yes. Yep. You are still on the Griffin with Elif. I would like um, to, if I may. Yeah, as a move. Just quick reminder for everyone: you are about two hundred-ish feet in the air at this point. Okay. Uh, this would probably be a dexterity thing, but um, 
I would like to try and get hold of Belinda so that I don't need to be uh, having the griffin in some way dictate where I fly to and what I do. Right, like, right. Have we stowed Belinda on? Oh, on right the now McKeck is I'm using fine. Belinda. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why McKeck's not on a griffin. Just trying to separate myself so that my move doesn't necessarily have to also be Elif's move, but I guess yeah. that's just how it's going to be, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can tell Elif, like, hey, go this way or something like that. Um, right, right. Well, let's see. Let's see what I have at my disposal to... I mean, I have my darts, right? I have this new thing, the stunning strike, but does that... Um, That's an opponent's body. We've not really seen a body, right? Kinda, yeah. You bought a bow, right? I forget what type. Oh yeah, I bought a, a light crossbow with five darts. So I could, um, I could try and see if I can kind of pinpoint where this thing might be by firing a, a dart up there. Um, you can also give me a, a, a perception check with advantage now. Um, because several people have spotted it um, just to see if you can see it specifically uh, 12 uh, yeah I mean you you know it's somewhere around here but you actually don't see it this far away in, in such dense cloud at the moment what's the range of my crossbow it's not going to reach from where, where we are right? it is yeah yeah it's only 45 feet away or so um so you can fire blindly in that direction. Um, it's going to be a lot harder to hit it, and you might hit one of the other people. Uh, but it's it's up to you. Can we get closer without being in um, crazy danger? Can we do a little? You can you can ask Elif, who's in charge of the Griffin right now. You can ask her to get closer to it on on her turn. Oh, on her turn, not um, And then you can do what's called a uh, save and action. So you can save an action off of your turn for a very specific trigger. So like, if I see it and it's within 30 feet of me, I do this. Or something right, because like we're kind of bound to each other, right? So that might happen right on, now, yeah. on yeah. Elif's go instead of Crayon's go. Um, well, with that in mind, yeah, that's kind of a cool thing to bank. So how many, how many turns? I only get one turn, but if I were to bank that, is that my turn? That's it, done. Right, that'd be it for now. You're saving your action right now for when when you see it again and it's in range. I mean, that's a little bit of a lame go, but I don't know what else I could do. Just, like, firing into the sky from distance seems a little bit of a waste. Yeah, you could try that too, yeah. Um, You're far more likely to hit on the saved action. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bank okay. it and we'll wait. All right, yeah, so you, you get out your crossbow and you load the bolt in it and you're just scanning the sky now just waiting to see it uh and as soon as as soon as you get a good lock on it and it's within range um you're gonna take a shot at it so that means if like someone else hits it and then that kind of lights it up for you you might do that too cool um honey your turn do i have to roll to see if i see this thing yep uh per with perception with advantage since a couple people have seen it A 20. Very nice. Yes, you can now see it right in front of you. Uh, Kind of looking, it's like sort of turned its kind of face a little bit, looking back over its shoulder toward Elif. 
it doesn't seem to like that she's going closer to the mountain. Ah! Oh, I forgot also with Hex that I'm supposed to call a um, oh, save yeah. disadvantage on, so I'm going to do dex. Okay. It's not a save, it's an attribute, so it's skill checks. Okay. Oh, that's right, yeah. So Elif is flying toward the mountain, kind yeah. of putting distance between her and this thing at least. Yeah. Um, so Connie will be uh, driven by the, the newly found, newly reconciled friendship with Elif. We'll see this thing kind of look towards Elif and will kind of furrow his brow and, and lean hunched down over the griffin and use the skills that Vern taught him and he'll kind of feel the, the presence of Vern behind him in a, in a ghost-style pottery scene, arms around him from when he was teaching Connie to fly a griffin. That's all happening in Connie's head as he as he's, uh, has the griffin fly him forward toward this this wind thing. I'd also just like to point out, I feel like from the Kex view, I'm seeing Connie like sensually leaning back into a barrel of explosives. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what? <laughs> I, I expect this from Elif. <laughs> I forgot that the barrel is with me too. Yeah, definitely the barrel feels like Vern to Connie right now. Um, so I'd like to zoom forward uh, within. I think I can. I I can attack this thing with Betty at fifteen feet. Uh, I don't or think it has reach, but 10, oh, wait. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So within ten feet, I'll, I'll go. I can't move the Griffin though. Yeah, that's fine. So you get to about here, uh, and you're able to, with your long arms, uh, is this one-handed or two-handed? Uh, two-handed. And I, oh. I did put it in my oh, right on. In my yeah. attacks, so I think it should be fine. Let's do it. All right, here we go. And um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I am attacking recklessly. Are you in? Are you raged as well? I'm not raging yet, okay. but I am attacking recklessly, which feels appropriate because I'm riding a griffin 200 yeah. feet in the air or whatever. That seems just inherently reckless. So, um, so that'll just give me um, advantage on this attack. Here we go. Twenty-three. 23 absolutely hit. Uh, by the way, the plus one magic, does that affect both the damage and the attack roll? Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay, I, so I put it in right. Okay. So 23 for 13 bludgeoning. All right. Yeah, as you, like, rear back with this two-handed weapon and just smack at it as the griffin just kind of glides right next to it. Um, you you feel it connect with air, and that doesn't make any sense, but you feel it connect, and it just sort of sends uh, vibrations through your entire arm. You hit it hard. Um, and again, yeah, you see it kind of disperse a little bit and then reform. Cryon, as you see this connect, you actually can, can pinpoint exactly where this creature is. So you can now trigger your attack. Uh, so go ahead and give me a crossbow attack. Ooh. Uh, a, a 19. Yep, a 19 uh, was the first roll there. 
And that absolutely hits for 10 more damage. Very nice. Nice. I just get one shot. Yeah, yeah just the one on with the holding it off. Yeah. But now you can all of you can absolutely see this thing. Um, Connie, do you have another attack? I do have an extra attack because I leveled up to level five. Very nice. Um, so I will kind of kind of envisioning that the griffin is kind of kind of swooping me past it and then around it and coming back around it I'm like hitting it again with Betty 26 or 14 bludgeoning 26 hits for 14 Jesus Christ now you hear it science did it just say the word science to me no, no, maybe. Well, so as as I as I hit it again, I I, I cry out, "Yeehaw! Errors alive, but less alive than before. Let's do this, Bob." All right, all right. Uh, and at this, uh, it it hisses at all of you, um, but it is very disturbed that Elif is getting closer uh, to this thing to to it. It's going to immediately rush up into both of you. You can feel the air swirling around you. Um, Elif, uh, it is going to try to a slam attack on you. Opportunity? Did we get attacks of opportunity? Oh, yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, Connie did. Yep. Uh, does a 10 hit, Elif? No. Okay, good, because that was 19 damage. <laughs> And Connie, go ahead and roll. So I guess I'll ju- it'll just be the same weapon. I it's weird. I've got Betty. I've got the Pike. I I I have the Scorpion chain weapon in my inventory, but I'm having trouble kind of imagining that being a like. I don't think Connie. I don't think it's really realistic that he'd be able to like switch the two-handed weapon for the that Scorpion chain weapon. Uh, you can drop the Kanabo, <laughs> which would be dropping it. Could I, like, tuck it between the barrel and my back or something? <laughs> nope, that would be stowing it. You could literally drop it or... Yeah, yeah. no. Okay. I'm not dropping Betty. I'll go ahead and attack. Okay. 16? A 16 does hit, yeah. For 16 bludgeoning. For 16, jeez. That's a nasty, nasty weapon. All right. That's my Betty! Ha ha! Fuck you, wind! <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you did that as it was pulling away, and then it rushed you and missed uh, Elif. Uh, actually, when you say when you say missed, do you mean M I S T or do you mean what? S E D. It's very good. It's very good. There's a cloud, you know. I get that. Oh, I get that. Okay. Does a 14 hit LF? No. Okay. So you're just able to see an attack coming where a bunch of air is kind of congealing almost into what looks like a fist, and then it just barely misses you. But you're having a hard time dodging on this flying griffin thing. Um, but you also feel it all around you, um, and that's very, very bad. Um, all right. So as it's as it's breathing and looking at you, and you hear it hissing, um, 
you also think you hear a horn go off somewhere on the mountain. And why don't we go ahead and take a break right here? Deal with some fluids. We'll come back to this fight. Right. Um, hopefully no one dies to their death. Do the horn uh, sound for us, Andy. Do the horn sound. The horn sound. Just like that. And that is a call for everyone to manage your fluids at the moment. <laughs> so we're going to be right back um, after we go to the bathroom and get some to drink. Um, yeah. Everyone hang in there. Root, root for these folk because this is scary. We'll be back in just a few minutes, everybody. BRB. Bye. This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, right here in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Helpful Goat, and if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.